This is the truth about stacks. Stacks could be the key to unlocking hundreds of billions of dollars into Bitcoin. Tune into the end of the episode because we're going to reveal some crazy facts about stacks that you haven't heard about. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. This episode of the Beam Pod is sponsored by BitGet. BitGet is the most user-friendly and secure crypto trading platform for both beginners and experienced traders. BitGet is the best place to not only trade Bitcoin and Ethereum, but also all the small cap gems that we discuss every day. With 24-7 customer support, leverage trading, and a wide array of other advanced features, BitGet sets itself apart from every other centralized exchange. Through Beanstalk's official partnership with BitGet, you'll receive 15% off all trading fees when you sign up using the referral link in the description. All views expressed by speakers on the BeanPod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the BeanPod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to be revealing the truth about stacks. Hundreds of billions of dollars in capital into Bitcoin via mm, stacks. Interesting. Could this be one of the next big things? Could stacks ultimately change the Bitcoin game forever? Mm. What is the truth behind stacks? Is it a worthy investment? Is it something a project that we like? Yep. Let's dive into it. Yeah, you know what? We, we haven't talked about stacks a lot. We've never talked about them on the show. We don't really talk about them a lot on our other platforms. However, what kind of brought them to our attention, I feel like, was when we were at Consensus in Austin. They had one of the biggest, best, and most you know coolest um, booths, and some of the really, really knowledgeable people that we talked to at the Stacks booth really gave us kind of an insight into what Stacks is doing, which prompted us to put them on the truth about list. And yeah, I think there's there's some really interesting stuff that we're going to dig into today to figure out if Stacks is worthy of being part of our portfolio. So here's what you need to know about Stacks: you can almost think of it as a layer two for Bitcoin. It's not necessarily a layer two, mm -hmm. like a Matic would be for Ethereum right. or an arbitrary optimism. But this enables smart contracts on Bitcoin, which is the most decentralized, the most secure asset in the world. Mm. And that is really important for developers who want to start tapping into the Bitcoin network mm -hmm. and start developing these really impressive dApps yeah. that the everyday user could end up using. For sure. And I mean, just the fact that, you know, that right, right there sounds very important. And it's interesting because, you know, sometimes we do the episodes where we talk about the Twitter hyped altcoins, the, co the coins that people are always talking about on Twitter, hypey, whatever. Stacks doesn't get a ton of hype. However, this is the number 50th ranked altcoin. Mm. You know, it's got, according to CoinMarketCap and CoinGecko, a $1.4 billion market cap. This is a, one of the largest projects in the industry. Leveraging the number one asset in the industry. Yeah. So it's pretty, it's kind of crazy how, I mean, I guess, you know, all the, the, the altcoin DGENs out there, they're like, ah, oh, Bitcoin, whatever, Bitcoin, whatever. And because Stacks is inherently tied to Bitcoin, maybe they just don't like it because of that connection. Mm. But when we get into kind of how it works and the ecosystem, the partners, maybe this is something that, because maybe it deserves a little bit more hype. It seems as though, does it, like, if you try to start naming Bitcoin dApps that exist today. Mm. Relatively difficult. Mm -hmm. You could probably name a shit ton on Ethereum. Right. Right. And a, a ton of different other ecosystems. For sure. So with Stacks, this is where we start to unlock, you know, the power of Bitcoin. 
And what's really interesting is that the smart contracts on Stacks are written by Clarity. This is a language that was developed in partnership with Algorand. So now we have a top 50 project, a top 12 project, and the number one asset in the right. world, kind of all working together here yeah. to start building something unique. And they've been working, this is not a new project, right? So Stacks was formerly known as Blockstack, founded by Munib Ali and Ryan Shea in 2013. So, you know, this is a 10-year-old project. It was aimed originally at creating a decentralized internet and application ecosystem. But what's interesting is about what, what they've kind of held with the ethos of Stacks is, is having it tied to Bitcoin because they're taking advantage of all the great qualities of Bitcoin, which is fully decentralized, censorship-resistant, commercially viable and trustworthy, right? You know, when you start to get into Ethereum and layer twos and, you know, other things like Solana, Cardano, maybe they're not as decentralized as you would like. Maybe they're not censorship resistant because they have centralization. Mm. Maybe they're not, you know, they have a founder, they have a team, they have VCs behind them. But because Bitcoin has all of these great characteristics and Stacks is building on Bitcoin, then you get to keep all of the great things about Bitcoin. However, you're adding scalability and dApps in an ecosystem like Bitcoin maybe didn't have before. Here's two things I like. One, Bitcoin has been deemed not a security by the SEC. And Blockstacks, the issuer behind the STX token, they had their token sale fully qualified by the SEC. This is the first in US history deemed to be not a security by the SEC in 2019 during their ICO. Yeah, that's a huge point in the era of crypto that we're living in right now where regulations are coming in, lawsuits are being filed. You know, we just saw Hex and Paul Shane get sued. You know, XRP, they won their lawsuit, but it's being appealed. This is one of the biggest issues in crypto right now is, is the token going to get sued by the SEC? Now, if you're putting a lot of money into a, an investment, you want to have some, you know, some clarity on whether that decision is being made or, or whether they could get sued. But with Stacks, you know. It's regulated. It was fully done in the eyes of the SEC. It's good. So that right away, that's a huge tick. There's also a lot of catalysts for stacks as well. We saw when there's this narrative surrounding BlackRock ETF, uh, how well stacks did. When Bitcoin started to climb up from its, its lows back in late December, and it went on that parabolic run of like 100%, stacks went absolutely mayhem mm. because it's tied to Bitcoin. So the fact that there's these additional catalysts of a potential BlackRock Fidelity ETF, if, if that gets approved, you can expect Stacks to also perform quite well. Yeah. They also have the Nakamoto upgrade in Q4. So currently producing blocks every 10 minutes. What's going to end up happening is going to be one every five seconds. Wow. That is a substantial upgrade. Massive. So I don't think that can over, be overlooked as well. So there's a few catalysts in the pipeline. For Stacks. It's interesting. And so we, we keep talking about how Stacks is linked to Bitcoin. So I, I want to kind of get into that a little bit so people can understand the way that it actually works. So it introduces a new blockchain, which is the Stacks blockchain, but it's anchored to the security of the Bitcoin blockchain through a mechanism called proof of transfer. You know, we talked about proof of work, proof of stake, proof of authority, proof of whatever. So this is proof of transfer, or they call it POX. So proof of transfer, POX, it involves miners on the Stacks blockchain they send Bitcoin to the Bitcoin blockchain and thereby it attaches the security of the Bitcoin network to the Stacks blockchain. So that's why they're kind of linked. Obviously, it's, as you can see by the image in the background, a Bitcoin layer for smart contracts, that's Stacks. So this, this approach actually allows developers to build dApps and execute smart contracts on the Stacks blockchain while exactly leveraging security and the stability of Bitcoin. And a lot of, you know, Bitcoin maxis, 
there's a lot of them out there and they're, they're number one, you know, kind of argument against all the altcoins is, you know, it's never going to be as decentralized. It's never going to be as secure. It's never going to be more trustworthy because you have all these other things going on. Well, Stacks is an altcoin and it's taking all of these good parts of Bitcoin and adding a lot of the scalability of other altcoins. So it's a really interesting angle. And I feel like that's why maybe it does deserve its place in the number 50 spot. You mentioned that it is an altcoin. So I was thinking like, where are some other competitors? Mm. Can, can we name any off the top of our head? The only two that I could find that kind of came in line with uh, competing with Stacks in any form is the Lightning Network and something known as RSK. Okay. However, Stacks is the only one with a coin. Right. So from an investor perspective, people who, you know, like to DJ into different projects, mm-hmm. et cetera, this is one that you could be looking at versus the competition that currently exists. Yeah, that's pretty cool. There's also some utility to the token, like you said, like, you know, there's the mining rewards that people get there, uh, pay transaction fees, et cetera. The ecosystem seems to be slowly developing. It doesn't seem like there's a ton of activity on it just yet. Mm. But there, it, the TVL is increasing. But again, it just doesn't seem like there's a lot of wallets or a- activity occurring on the stacks just yet. Yeah, for sure. I think there was about 100 dApps built on stacks that I found from the website. You know, there's some, you know, data, DAO, DeFi, NFT, stacking, pool, social, all kind of stuff, wallets. But as you said, it's still a very young ecosystem. Even though the product itself is, is 10 years old, the ecosystem is quite young, which, you know, presents some some pros, some cons, some opportunities. Um, but one of the interesting things I wanted to say is go, going back to the proof of transfer and the way that it works. Um, the other half of how the proof of transfer thing is <laughs> something called stacking. So stacks, stacking. Mm. And that enables holders of stacks, the stacks token, to actually earn Bitcoin. So it's kind of like staking, but it's stacking. And, you know, if you're in the world of crypto, earning Bitcoin for doing anything is kind of, it's an interesting proposition, right? Because, you know, it's Bitcoin is the most quote unquote stable asset in the, the crypto world. So by stacking, by holding the Stacks token, you can earn Bitcoin, which I thought that was a pretty cool feature. Yeah. So there's a lot going on with Stacks. You know, you could, the fact that you can earn these rewards, you can build decentralized apps without having with it, with having the security of Bitcoin. It's still relatively early in terms of its adoption. And there's a lot of catalysts upcoming for, for Stacks and Bitcoin. So there's a lot to like here, especially when you have the SEC claiming that it's not security. Yeah, I mean, it's... We've done a lot of these truth abouts and stacks is it's very different from a lot of the other projects. You know, some we talk about different layer ones, layer twos. Well, this isn't la- it's not exactly like that, but it, because it's you know tied to Bitcoin, as we keep saying. But one of the things we always we like to dissect when we, we do these truth abouts is the website and how everything looks. So for me, I think the stacks website is very sharp, super sharp. Uh, what I did like about uh, the stacks website is how it has it has specific chapters or portals for different countries and languages. Mm. I thought that was pretty cool. So stacks.com is, you know, obviously the English one. They have separate, completely separate Stacks websites. And, you know, most websites in the top right corner, it's like, I'll oh, change the language. It just changes the language. But they have separate Stacks websites for North America, China, Korea, Turkey, Pakistan, and they're adding more. I thought that was pretty cool. So that shows that they're, they're really putting in the work to grow Stacks globally, not just in North America where they're slowly pushing crypto out of, right? So I think that was, that's for me, I like that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, we're dealing with Bitcoin here and Bitcoin is a global asset. It mm-hmm. trades 24-7 and it doesn't seem like it's really been tapped into just yet. Mm-hmm. So I think Stacks is sitting in a pretty prime position here. Just had a recent integration with Ledger, which is pretty cool. Um, and they're, you know, like I said, they're building a lot of cool things. It's just that TVL starting to increase. They're starting to get people into the ecosystem. It's just... It's still new. It's still like newish compared to, you know, 
and established ecosystems. Established ecosystems yeah. that are out there at the moment. And they do have, you know, there's the Stacks Foundation. There's the Stacks, Accel- uh, Stacks Accelerator. So they're, they're obviously putting a lot of money and effort into growing this ecosystem. And sometimes it's it's better off, you know, getting involved in an e- a, a coin or an altcoin or an ecosystem before the growth really happens, right? Because if the ecosystem is small and ready to explode now, that's, you know, obviously not financial advice, but that's potentially a good entry into a project before the ecosystem explodes. Because when the ecosystem explodes, everyone's buying the token. It's getting hyped. You're hearing about it. Daps are flying. That's too late. That's kind of what I was trying to allude to without saying. Like, yeah. Not financial advice, but yeah. that's just, you know, that's just writing on the wall is there, right? There's also a lot of different ways to kickstart your ideas with Stacks as well. They have a lot of different grants and whatnot. So they have the, you know, Bitcoin Frontier Fund Accelerator. So it's a program. It's a three-month membership program that takes funders from product development and takes the ideas from just being, not just being pitched, but actually into development. Mm. So there's a lot of money and grants available for people who are trying to uh, build up on this uh, platform as well. Yeah, that's pretty cool. In terms of, you know, we always talk about partnerships. Um, there weren't a ton of, of notable partnerships that I found for Stacks. Uh, there was a collaboration with Winklevoss Capital, which is owned by, you know, the Winklevoss twins of Gemini Exchange, uh, those kind of guys. But um, maybe maybe it's because of the fact that they're trying to keep decentralized with, with Bitcoin's kind of, you know, line of thinking that they weren't really, you know, they're not partnering with VCs, they're not partnering with companies, they're kind of doing it in, in a decentralized their own way. Maybe that's because they're trying to keep with the Bitcoin angle of things. I think you kind of have to when you're dealing so closely with, your ally, if you will, like Bitcoin. And yeah. you know you know how these maxis are, right? Like <laughs> Bitcoin is the only thing that's the only thing there ever will be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you want to keep the decentralized decentralized nature top of mind when we deal with this. For sure, yeah. I mean, in terms of the ecosystem, yeah, we already kind of touched on it. There was a few interesting projects that I could see. I mean, there's, there's the you know, Bitcoin wallet. I feel like if you start to want to see the hyper-Bitcoinization of the world, we need a better Bitcoin wallet. It just has to be super easy friendly and just one click through your phone in yeah. your browser. I feel like stacks, hopefully, you know, there's a one called X first I saw, which was, which was, looked pretty sleek. Maybe that could be a killer app for stacks. Um, dot BTC domains potentially have, you know, it's something that could, that I could see potentially um, gaining, gaining steam. There was that whole Bitcoin ordinals thing, which we saw kind of rise and fall. So that was kind of a bit of a flop, but you know, maybe when NFTs do come back, yeah, tokenization um, in, of real world assets, maybe. Yeah, like. so maybe that could that could be something where where stacks could could play into that angle as well. There's there's potential here, but yeah, the ecosystem may be a little bit lacking at the moment. Yeah. So look, what's the truth about stacks? I think it's a really interesting project. I think because again, we we keep uh, saying this, but it, because it's tied to Bitcoin, it sets itself apart in my mind. As you said, you know, it in in a Bitcoin bull run when Bitcoin leads the way in terms of price action, the projects that are most closely related to Bitcoin in theory, potentially, could be the ones to follow suit. So I think for me, it's, it's not like, uh, it's not one of my favorite projects. I think it's an interesting project that I will put near the top of my watch list just because I think there's a lot of potential there. But for me, it's, you know, it's interesting learning about how it's, how it's tied to Bitcoin. I'm not going to be buying it yet. I think I'm just going to be watching it. Yeah, I mean, look, Bitcoin is fixed supply, sound money. It's not security. It's decentralized. All, all, all those things, immutable. So I think... Stacks is really unique. It's interesting because it is one of the few projects that attaches itself to the number one asset in the world mm. uh, from a cryptography perspective. So I like Stacks from that from that angle. Again, I for some reason there's something that doesn't overly excite me about the project. Right. Maybe I just I just don't know enough about it. But after going through and doing the research, it's, yeah, 
It's okay. You know, no. I will say I will say this. Like, if you believe in, if you're like not a Bitcoin maxi, but if you believe in in the mission statement of Bitcoin, yeah, truly decentralized, trustworthy, secure blockchain network with no founder. If if you really think that that has you know a place in this world, and then you also look at the other angle of all of these other shit coins being regulated by the SEC, saying yeah. ICO illegal or security. Well, then stacks. It takes the best parts of the Bitcoin part, and it also is regulated. So I think that in and of itself gives it credence to watch this project because it's it's very unique in that way. And the security aspect, like yeah. look all the different hacks that we see. It seems like every day there's hundreds of millions of dollars worth of hacks. Mm. So the security side of things, I think, kind of puts investors at ease, if you will. Yeah, for sure. Hey, look, if if you're a holder of Stacks, if you're into the Stacks ecosystem and we missed anything important about Stacks, let us know in the comments. You know, we're always happy to do an update on this episode. And then tune to the next episode. Because that one is going to be a banger.